Third and four for the Eagles here. Murphy in shotgun. Here's the snap. He rolls left. He throws. This is the WZBC Sports Podcast, Episode 7, and we are so excited to be joined by Boston College quarterback Patrick Tolles as the team gets ready for the Quick Lane Bowl against Maryland in just a couple weeks. My name is Stephen Mackley, joined by Anthony Aadi. So we're going to get into it right away with Patrick. So first, Patrick, let's start with the win at Wake. Um, what was the game plan going into that week, uh, and who did, the team needed to, who did the team feel that needed to be involved in the offensive attack to win that game? You know, I think number one, we needed to be disciplined. Um, you know, Wake Forest was was high in turnovers. Um, you know, all year long, I think they were top ten in the country, um, and and you know, in the turnover margin. So we needed to be disciplined with the football, um, and I I think we were able to do that. Um, you know, the way we play, we need to play comp- complementary football. You know, we have a very good defense, and you know, we need to help protect them with ball control and and stuff like that. And um, you know, going into the week, we knew we had to get Tommy involved. Um, guys like Tommy and um, you know Jeff and Mikey and. Um, we needed to really kind of spread the ball around if we were going to be successful. And we knew we were going to get chances to do that. Well, yeah, you guys certainly did execute that ball control aspect of the game plan. But talk about the pass to Tommy Sweeney to win the game with about eight minutes to go. You know, really threaded the needle on that one. Pretty impressive throw. What was going through your mind on that play? Yeah, for sure. So I think I t- talked after the game, but it was uh, something that we put in on a Wednesday night. Um, so a day like today, you know, we would have our Wednesday practice um, and then we'd come back for a family dinner. And then meet with um, Coach Leffler, a couple, three or four guys. We meet with Coach Leffler and really try to diagnose the red zone. Um, and we, were, we put that play in. You know, Tommy does so much stuff out of that set, whether it's corner routes or, you know, out routes or seam benders <clears throat> that, you know, we knew that kind of we were going to put stress on that safety. Um, and we got the look that we wanted. Um, Tommy was able to, you know, get more leverage, um, kind of expanding the window by leaning on the corner. And then it really, he really uh, made an easy throw for me. Did Davon Jones try to convince you that his touchdown pass to Sweeney was better than yours? <laughs> you know, his might have been more important. Um, you know, that was a huge one by him. Um, Davon throws a really good football. <laughs> um, you know, I'm glad he's only, you know, 5'10". Um, he <laughs> might, might, be, might be gunning for my job. But, yeah, you know, both, both huge plays. You know, Tommy's been a great player for us all year, and he'll continue to, continue to be a great player here. Yeah, he's really been involved recently, and I'm sure that'll continue kind of into the bowl game. Um, so just kind of like, you know, with the team as a whole, it probably can be tough for an outside fan to relate to what it's like to be in the locker room, a part of the team, in the ins and outs, the daily grind and stuff. So what does it mean to culminate a season by getting to a bowl game? It's huge. It's huge. You know, that was kind of our um, – we have had we had a couple meetings throughout the season, you know, as seniors and, and Coach Adazio, just talking about kind of what our goals were and, um, you know, just meetings in here and just trying to really figure it out, and it was to get to the postseason. Um, you know, we felt like we had a really good chance at doing that. We felt like, you know, we dropped a couple that we shouldn't have dropped, you know, especially with Syracuse and uh, Georgia Tech early. But um, even after those two, you know, we still had a chance. We still had a chance to get to the postseason. And, and that was contingent upon winning at NC State, really. So um, I think we were 14-point dogs going into that game. But um, I think that really showed what kind of resolve we have um, and really, um, you know, the ability to kind of respond um, from adversity. Patrick, you're clearly a team-first guy, so on a personal level, 
what does it mean for you to go to the first bowl game of your college career? Oh, it's huge. It's it's unbelievable. You know, I've the last two years we you know we were five and six, had a chance to win six in the last week and didn't do it. So, I mean, it was huge. I mean, I was kind of an emotional guy um, in the locker room after the game. Um, you know, just like you said, you know, just a combination of, of everything. You know, of of going through so much, whether it was you know in Lexington or here, um, and and really you know finishing with that, especially on that drive and with that play, um, truly, truly special moment I'll remember for the rest of my life. So you guys are headed to the Quick Lane Bowl um, at Ford Field in Detroit, home of the Detroit Lions. Uh, if you ask me, it's one of the best teams in the world, and there has been some great matchups with NFL and college football played on that field. So what do you think about the bowl placement um, and playing on that stage, ESPN, the day after Christmas? I'm super excited. You know, I mean, I, I could care less for where we're playing, you know, we're going to a bowl game, which is awesome. In a great city, I'm in Detroit. You know, my uh, grandfather pitched there for I think for seven or eight seasons with the Tigers. So um, my family's got a lot of history there. Um, it's only a five-hour drive from my family from Kentucky, so we're going to be able to get a lot of people there. Um, we're playing a Big Ten opponent. You know, uh, arguably the best conference in the in the country this year. So um, you know, we're super super excited. You know, um, it's going to be run. It's run by the Lions, so it's I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a one. You know, they're a great organization. So. Um, and I'm excited we're playing inside. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think everyone is uh, Detroit in, in the winter time for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And you mentioned the the opponent coming from the Big Ten, the Maryland Terrapins. From your prep so far, what have you seen about their game and their style, and how can BC strengths go up against that? Yeah, you know, actually, just got done watching them before here. Watched a couple games, uh, Penn State game and the UCF game, and you know they play super hard. I mean, I got to give credit um, to them. You know, their defensive coordinator was actually one of my coaches at Kentucky last year. Coach Boo, and you know he does a great job of getting his guys going, um, and you know his guys playing with a kind of a blue collar mentality, and I mean it's easy to see that, um, you know, from their film. Um, I think if we kind of worry about us, you know, I think especially with this, um, you know, with this bowl prep, you can kind of get a, sometimes get in the habit of, um, you know, kind of over game planning, um, you know, with when you got three or three or four weeks, and sometimes that can cause a tendency to kind of guys to play slow. But I think we're doing a good job here, at, you know, right now fundamentally um, improving ourselves. But I think, you know, Friday um, we'll start a little prep uh, for Maryland um, and we'll con- that will continue to, to um, you know, increase um, as, as the weeks go. Absolutely. So as you kind of look to, you know, your side of the ball for the bowl game, what do you think the offense will be working on to get ready for this matchup? Um, and what are some things maybe we can expect to see? Obviously, Tommy, Sweeney, Tommy Sweeney's been involved more recently lately. A lot of people love to see the ball in Jeff Smith's hands. Yeah. Got tremendous, athlete, tremendous athleticism. Um, so kind of what's the game plan? Are any of those guys going to be involved? And, you know, as of now, what are you guys working on for that? Yeah, I think I think you, you kind of touched on a lot of it. Um, you know, one, um, first and foremost, you know, we got to stay physical. Um, you know, we're a physical football team. And and that's how we that's how we're going to win games with that physical brand of football. So so number one is we got to continue to improve at running the football. Um, I think with guys like Davon, John, and Tyler, and Miles, you know they all kind of offer um, kind of a different kind of thing to, to defend back there. And then I think we need to we need to be great on first and second down um, to push us kind of in third and third and manageable positions. Um, we're a lot better when we do that, um, and I think that you know we'll continue to do that. You look at games that you know we've won on the road, um, like Wake Forest and. Um, Specifically, NC State, we definitely were better on first and second down. Sticking with you know game preparation, how do you assess being rested versus being rusty when you have to wait a month between games? I mean, I know everyone has to do it. Right. And you're still practicing, but how do you how do you kind of balance that? Yeah, for sure. You know, that's that's a great question. I mean, that's the fine line. Um, is really trying to trying to you know make sure you're not rusty. Um, and I think the way we're doing it is really awesome. You know, our coaches are kind of out recruiting during the week, so that's when we're kind of lifting and getting our body back and 
getting rested, working on our schoolwork, and then on the weekends when they come back is when we're practicing. So, um, you know, again, you know, the, the amount of time we have in between, you know, practices will continue to decrease. But, uh, you know, you don't you don't want to stay rusty, especially, you know, when throwing the ball around as much, um, hopefully as much as we do um, in, the, in the game. You know, that's something that can kind of leave you all kind of quick. Um, so, you know, we need to make sure that we stay sharp with that. And I have no doubt that we will. The hamstring injury you suffered in the Syracuse game, how is that holding up? And, you know, what does this kind of this layoff mean in terms of getting you to 100% health? Yeah, that's, that's great. You know, I really think um, kind of the UConn game was the first game where I really kind of felt 100%. Um, it was still kind of definitely nagging at NC State. And then um, with, you know, Louisville felt a little better but not great. And then Florida State playing on a Friday kind of lost a day of rest. It was kind of iffy there. But, but it's 100% now. Um, so, I mean, I'm – Thankful um, for the for the extra month of recovery, and no doubt I'll be 100% on uh, the 26th. Awesome, good to hear that. Um, so you know, I was saying before I was pretty rooting for you guys to end up in this bowl game because I think, uh, and as you might have said earlier, Big Ten had one of the best seasons in college football, arguably the best conference this year. Um, and you know, both you and Maryland had solid seasons, and this is a chance to defeat, defeat another Power Five school in the same division as Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Uh, so what do you think about this ACC Big Ten matchup, and do you guys see it as a chance to prove yourself? On a big stage, I think so, um, no doubt. And, you know, we talk about, um, you know, what an opportunity it is, you know, to get these extra 15 practices. I um, mean, you know, it's a lot easier to go out and recruit, you know, when you when you got a bull ring. Um, so, you know, this is really big for for our seniors, but it's really big for our for our program to go out and, like you said, you know, play a, you know, former ACC but now a Big Ten opponent um, in a great environment um, on national television the day after Christmas. So, um, you know. We're excited for a great opportunity, um, and we're really work, working to that. So on the subject of conferences, obviously you came over from the SEC. Describe that transition and maybe some differences and similarities between the conferences or between Kentucky and Boston College. Yeah, you know, um, the SEC is, is a phenomenal conference. Um, you know, they have, you know, obviously the best team in the country this year. Um, and, you know, they got talent throughout. And I think, you know, a lot of people want to, you know, say there, there are big differences, but playing in both, you know, I really can't point any out. You know, they're fast everywhere. Um, you know, there's there's guys in corners and, um, you know, in our league that can run with SEC corners. So, um, you know, football might be a little bigger deal down, down in the southeast with those schools, um, but as far as talent level, I think it's roughly the same. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, you come into the season, uh, you know, preseason polls had Clemson and Florida State both both in the top four, and Florida State ended up having a really good season despite a couple losses. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly, I mean, the ACC's been well represented, um, uh, you know, but yeah, Alabama at the top, you know, everyone's, yeah. everyone's going to be gun- gunning for them. Yeah, no uh, doubt, no doubt, you know, and you um, you look at, you know, even our side, you know, of, the, of our conference, you know, with Clemson, Florida State, Louisville, um, and, you know, and Virginia Tech and the other side, a great football team, you know, we had them this year too, so. You know, we've played some really, really good football teams um, this year. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's for sure. Um, so talking kind of about, that, about this transition, uh, you know, from, from the SEC to the ACC and from Kentucky to BC, when you decided to transfer, what drew you to BC? What were some of the things that you saw about this program and this school that's, that you know, said you wanted to bring your fifth year to, to here? Yeah, it was a lot of things. Um, I think, you know, first and foremost uh, was the coaching staff. Um, you know, Coach, Coach Adazio gave me a call the first day that he was able um, and kind of talked about – you know, this is kind of a man's decision. You got to be fully confident in that. I mean, I think my conversations that I had with him um, really kind of just, you know, attracted me to BC more. Um, I think, you know, being 22, 23, you know, Boston's a wonderful city, um, and I've lived in Kentucky my whole life. So I think I needed to kind of get out of my get out of my bubble a little bit and sh- try to fend for myself. Um, you know, it's, it was a uh, it's a Power Five school, which I continue, wanted to continue to play big time football. 
I know Coach, Coach Leffler was coming in with a pro-style offense, which I hadn't been in in, in a few years. Um, and last year was a Catholic college. I mean, I think, you know, I haven't been to, you know, Catholic, Catholic school since third grade. I mean, my faith, you know, is a big part of my life. So um, being able to come, come to a school like this where you go to mass uh, before a game was special to me too. Absolutely. And now that you've been here for about a year, if you count when the transfer decision was announced, have you seen all the things you expected you know, are those things that leave a lasting impact on you at BC? You know, what about this school and this experience is going to stick with you? I think I think you got to first really just look at relationships. I mean, and you know, got the relationships that I developed with my roommates. You know, guys like Jim Cashman and you know Mike G. Cohen, Strezak, and and Len School. You know, those are relationships that I have for the rest of my life. And you know, when you think about coming to a place for a year, you know, you really don't think that that's enough time to develop those kind of relationships. And um, you know, I can honestly say that, you know, I'll remember these guys for the rest of my life. You know, I think one of the things maybe kind of what this question touched on was that at Boston College, it's amazing that kind of out of nowhere, this, you know, Power Five football stadium and this, you know, tremendous football team kind of rise out of nowhere in this, you know, Boston suburb. Um, and then it's more than just about sports here. But at the same time, this is Power Five school with really competitive uh, athletics. So did kind of that mix between like, you know, th these kids, both athletes and students are here to get education, but also they respect and value this kind of outlet of athleticism so much uh, that it's it's a pretty unique combination we have here at BC. Yeah, no doubt. And I think you got to look at the guys on the team. I mean, I'm just you know the kind of mindset that these guys have. You know the way our weight program works, and you know all off season is really built on toughness. Um, and that's you know toughness that you have to have on the football field and in the classroom. You know it's it's not a you know one or the other. You know it has to be both. And I think coming to this school. Um, I've always been a believer that, you know, if you're going to go 100% in something, you're going to go 100% in everything. Um, there's no, you know, halfway doing something. Um, and and you, you're unable to do that um, at this school just because how rigorous it is. And I think that only helps um, helps breed that kind of mentality for a football program. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, just, you know, keeping everything in on off the field um, really brings the on-field product together for sure. Um, so, you know, you depending on no matter what you do after college, it sounds like that, you know, Boston's had a, a lasting impact on you, both the school and the city. Mm -hmm. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And, you know, I'll, I'll be excited to come back, um, you know, whenever I can. You know, I love this place. Um, you know, I have so many great memories here now. The school, you know, I'm so appreciative for everything they've given me. You know, just a wonderful opportunity to continue playing the game I love. And um, hopefully, um, you know, they, uh, they feel the same way about me. Did you get any... Did you get a chance to talk to Matt Ryan when he was here about his experience playing quarterback at this school? What were you able to pick up from him? Yeah, you know, um, July he came, I think, when they announced that they were going to retire his jersey. Um, you know, they he came for a press conference, and I got to talk to him there for probably 25 minutes, uh, which was awesome. Just kind of picking his brain about coming into a, you know, coming into a school kind of as a fifth year, you know, trying to how to, you know, lead those guys that you haven't really been with for four years. Um, I was able to kind of start to develop a relationship with him. You know, of course, he was here for the UConn game. I got to talk to him again there. Um, you know, we've texted a couple of times about, you know, his season and mine. And um, he's been great to kind of just, um, you know, just with ideas and questions. You know, he's been kind of a great soundboard to try to answer some questions for me. Absolutely. Um, and you mentioned the UConn game. Uh, you know, before we finish up, just kind of talk about the resiliency of this team down the stretch. I mean, you needed to win those last two games to get in uh, to the bowl game. And you did just that. I mean, the UConn, was a dominant, the UConn game was a dominant performance, and it was a really gritty effort uh, to finishing out. Uh, in Winston-Salem. Just talk about the resiliency that you've seen of this team and that, you know, a lot of people maybe counted you out but didn't let it go, and, you know, now the season can culminate, you know, in a huge success uh, with the bowl game. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I think, you know, that was kind of the mindset. You know, we kind of knew kind of all season long, you know, especially after dropping the first one at Georgia Tech and then, 
specifically, you know, after dropping to Syracuse, that it was going to come down to those last two. Um, we needed those last two. Um, you know, we felt like uh, against Louisville and Florida State, we, did, we didn't play our best. But, you know, after the Florida State game, you know, we're saying, guys, you know, as, as bad as that went, you know, we still have a great chance to – we still have a wonderful thing to play for um, in, in a postseason bowl berth, especially something that I've never been to. So, you know, we, had a, we were a bunch of motivated guys. Um, we were, you know, um, determined to get, to get that sixth win. Um, and UConn was great. That was kind of a, you know, I think a culmination of a lot of hard work on offense and a great week of practice. And then, you know, it didn't go great for us against Wake Forest um, all, you know, all, uh, all game long. We got put in two great situations by our defense and special teams. We were able to score in the red zone, which was great. Um, but it's not always going to go great. I mean, I think that, you know, this season is a, is a huge example of that. I think there's times where, you know, everything's going awesome and we're moving the, up and down, you know, moving the ball up and down the field. But sometimes where we're going to, you know, run into a good defense. I mean, we got to be able to, you know, score when we have those opportunities and score when we have to. And praise the Lord we were um, that, you know, first drive of the fourth quarter. Players and coaches often talk about, you know, controlling your own destiny. And even when you guys suffered you know, a couple of tough defeats beginning in November, you still did control your destiny. And it was great to see you guys really take advantage of that. So I think our final question for you, what is your message to the fan base right now, the BC fan base going into this bowl game? You know, I want to thank them, you know, I guess for, for sticking with us. Um, you know, I, I know it's tough and, you know, I've seen, you know, heard some things, but, um, you know, we're, we're excited. I mean, you know, we're, I can, I can guarantee you that we're going to do everything we possibly can to win this football game. Um, and it might look like we're out at some point in the game, but, but we aren't. I mean, I think the mentality that we've developed, you know, over this season um, and, and through our winter and, and summer programs is that, um, you know, we're never out. You know, we might get knocked down a couple times, and, but we're always going to, you know, knock them down one more than they knocked us down. Yeah, I, I think it's a great message, and um, you know, we're excited for you guys. At the, us at WZBC Sports, we uh, cover the team, I think, from a really unique vantage point and we want to see you guys succeed so much we're so excited for you uh both for you you know for your first bowl game and for the team as a whole so Patrick I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your you know Wednesday afternoon it's a busy it's a busy time and there's a lot going on on campus right now um but we really appreciate this and uh we think you guys are gonna do great and we're excited for you thank you all so much for having me I really appreciate it all right Patrick thank you so much so this has been the WZBC Sports Podcast episode seven check us out on iTunes and at WZBCSports.com we'll see you next time on WZBC Sports Podcast Santini, make a nice little pass over to Sanford. Sanford gives it to Tuck. Tuck with a shot. Tuck scores. Eagles win. The Eagles have won the 2016 Piedmont Championship. Catch all the excitement of Boston College Athletics right here on WZBC Newton 90.3 FM. As BC's only student radio broadcasting organization, WZBC Sports brings a different viewpoint of college athletics to the table. Our student commentators know the campus, student-athlete culture, and latest beat on the teams like no other media outlet, thanks to our dedicated coverage of Boston College sports. Check out our broadcast or weekly talk show schedules at www.wzbcsports.com and get a refreshing take on sporting events at the heights and beyond.